Shut Up and Invest. Shut Up and Invest. What's going on, my people? Welcome to the show, Shut Up and Invest. And today, I got my co-host, Jay Money, in the house, as always. What's up, what's up? What's up? And then I got a special guest that's going to break down life by design, the big walk in the house from <laughs> Miami, Florida. What's up, my dude? What's going on? Happy yeah, to be here. That's what's up. I, I needed to bring him on as one of the first guests on the show just because I'm envious of the lifestyle <laughs> you live. Like, do you even have gray hairs? Uh, it's a little bit, but I'm, I'm, I cut my hair all the way off. So. <laughs> you don't show them. Yeah, yeah. Yo. Yeah, my show up down here in the beard. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. How long you been in the game? Investing on, I was on and off. Okay, until like you know, I figured it out. But I would say maybe total like seven years or so. Seven years. Yeah. And when do you think you started like full time? Full time, maybe like four or five years ago. Four or five years ago, this man right here, four or five years full time investing, homie. I've never seen him stressed. <laughs> I've, I've never seen him angry. I, like you know. Anybody who flips properties, anyone who's invests, the w- number one thing they say is, I can't handle this. I can't take it or pissed off at contractors or whatever. That comes with the territory, though, man. Yeah, yeah But yeah. I've never seen this man sweat, ever. You just had, what, like seven or eight flips at the same time? Four or five? Well, how many did you have? Well, like four. Like four, four at the yeah, same yeah, time? Yeah, yeah. Were you stressed? And three. And three. Well, that was a little stressful. <laughs> it was the first time like doing as far as like the rehabs, you know you're going to have cash out. So that was a little bit of stressful, you know, managing it and, and making sure everything is getting done. But I knew it going in. So I knew it was going to be a challenge, you know, mentally. It's, so when I was in that wave, you know, you don't let it knock you off too much. You know right. what I mean? And would you still do four at, a, at the same time or or did uh, it's, you adjust? It's, it's, it's funny you say that because like now I'm... I'm getting back, hitting the marketing hard and I'm getting these deals. And my first, my first instinct is to wholesale it. Wholesale yeah. it. Like I need to breathe a little <laughs> bit and then, you know what I mean? Like, so, but I have some good deals coming in that I want to, you know what I mean? Like, take down, uh, like they're really good opportunities. But like for me, as far as like a strategy for me, I always look at it. I'm always looking at it. Like what's the lowest hanging fruit, but maximizing every opportunity. So it's kind of like, okay, if I get a deal, I have these tools in the tool belt where I can either wholesale it, I can um, hotel it, mm-hmm. or I can, you know, take it down, take rehab down it. And so, but in each process, you can make more money, but there's more risk, there's more time involved. Right. So it's kind of seeing, you know, what makes what the most makes sense. sense. All right, we're going to get into that today. Yeah, but yeah we got to back up too, because I got to, so. You got to break down the story yeah, of how you even start in the game. So yeah, Big Walk is in the house. We're going to get into hoteling, wholesaling, and flipping. We're going to talk about his lifestyle by design. He literally picks and chooses his battles. You're not out there trying to do every single deal that comes across. And you do a lot of joint ventures. Oh, yeah. So lot. we'll talk about that as of well. Course. So, Jay, take it away. Yeah, man. So it's good to meet you. My first time meeting you today. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And you was in Dallas too, Kevin said, right? Yeah, yeah, I was. I was. Okay, just real quickly, he was down there, kind of got in and got out. Yeah, yeah. I flew <laughs> in and I had to fly out just on that Saturday. But... Got it. So, yeah, this is my first time meeting you, man. So, I mean, I'm, I'm just kind of intrigued because I know Kevin told me a little bit about how, you know, you're doing... You're doing a certain amount of flips per year, right? So you're not doing, you're not trying to do like five to ten a month. You're trying to do, yeah, you know, no, enough well, to give you the income you need and kind of. He's a know, home run hitter, going, man. So yeah, he's I picking and choosing his home runs so, only. You doing mostly rehab flips, wholesales? What's what's the it's, main strategy? It's, it's a combination of both. It's okay. co- like for me, honestly, if I could just straight wholesale, mm-hmm. I would do it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But as far as the marketing and everything like that, I don't. Like to when you build one of those big operations, it becomes a lot of overhead. Mm-hmm. So it's like kind of trying to have that balance where, you know, I get a deal. How can I maximize it to get, you know, the most opportunities out of it? Yeah. I, I totally agree with that. I mean, that's that's kind of like me. I, I told Kevin the day I got a lot of low ever, overhead right now, you know. Of course. Um, I just like it that way, you know. I of don't course. need to go out and do 25 deals a month. Yeah, know, because it, then you need live. to be able to manage it. <laughs> you got to pay you that, manage, manage people, and all that. Yeah. And you got to learn those skills mm-hmm. and, you know what I mean? So, so that's the good thing. A lot of, especially new wholesalers, they keep hearing, oh, this guy's doing 30, this guy's doing 40, and they think that it they have to do sexy. that. Yeah, you know, but you don't realize that, okay, he might be doing 40 deals a month, but how many people is he paying? How much overhead does he have? You know, what is he taking home profit? I might make more in a month from six deals. You know, I'm just saying that somebody does doing 20 deals a month, you know, because it depends on how much marketing you're paying, you know, how much overhead you're paying. So, 
just, you know, I like the, the fact that you're here to kind of say you don't have to do 20 deals a month, you know, to be successful. Success is by what you define it. Of know? course. And, and I always tell people that. And when I met you, that's one of the things that we talked about at the um, Mastermind. You know, for me, I always, I don't know where I got it from, mm-hmm. but success is like art. You know what I mean? It's different for everybody. We can both, all of us can look at a painting and we can see something different. So, you know, what you want and what I want and what you want can be completely different. And as long as you get as long that, as you get, yeah, what you you're want, happy. You're fine. You don't, Perfect. I told you. Know, you, you gotta, you gotta, my child's the wifey. Where you at? <laughs> Why ain't you home for dinner? No, but that's, that's a true key, man, because what I feel is successful might be different than Kevin. You know, it might be different than the next guy. And we got to now try to keep up with the Joneses and kind of figure out what do you need to live? Yeah, especially, you know, like especially nowadays, you're bombarded yeah. with everything, fast cars and helicopter shots and yeah. all type of things on Instagram or anything like that. So A lot of know. people don't realize that that stuff is sometimes props. <laughs> you know, Absolutely. Sometimes, it's, even if it's real or not, but that's, that doesn't make me happy, you know? So, you know, what makes me happy is my kids and my wife being taken care of, you know, being able to travel, you know, find out what you got to do. I know we, we all JV and help people out. The first thing I say to people is, what do you need to make per month? You know, to live a life that you want to live. You of know? course. Find out that number and then go from there. Of course. How'd you get in the game? I've always, I guess, been entrepreneurial. Mm-hmm. So um, it was something that, you know, actually, one of my teachers was like, we had him after lunch. I had him after, he was my this high school? In high school. And he was always, you know, talking and people would be falling asleep in his class. <laughs> but like, he always intrigued me. He was actually one of my um, mentors. Like, they had a program, and he was my mentor. So, you know, I couldn't go to sleep in the class because, you know, I was a mentee. <laughs> but um, I had, you know, he would always talk about different things, and he was one of the coolest people I saw. You know what I mean? Like, as far as, like, he never took work home with him. He um he always was talking about his kids and that type of stuff. And then one time, he just talked about, you know, how he started out as far as, like, oh, you guys should, you know, go to college, um, you know, try to buy a place, and then rent it out to your mm-hmm. friends. You know what I mean? And that like it like just planted a seed in me at that time. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I didn't do that immediately after. But um, that seed was always there. And then, you know, when I got the opportunity, I had some money. I wanted to invest it. You know, so that's that's kind of how I started. And he was an investor. Teacher. I I think so. You know what I mean? I never actually sat down. At the, I, I know he was an entrepreneur. Right. He was an entrepreneur and he did. He had multiple businesses, but he just like had, I don't know. He had to have a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Because he just like he was just super cool compared to all the other teachers that we had. He wasn't stressing. He wasn't stressing at all, <laughs> and that was the most well, that, intriguing that, thing. That, that's how I feel about you in the investing <laughs> game. That's, you know what I mean? Like that was that was like that really intrigued me. So it stays with me to this day. Nice. And then how did you actually start doing deals? As far as um, like, like when what I, was your first deal? I started started knocking on doors. Really? I wouldn't recommend it. You know what I mean? But I was young. I had more time than money. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like it was by any means. So I just got a foreclosure list and we would go knock on doors. How you? Who even taught you to get a foreclosure list or what to say when you knocked on a door? Nah, Do you even I, remember? No, nah, I don't even know. Like, you know, at that, at that time, like, you know, I don't know. It was, it was, it was, how, old, how old were you when you started knocking on doors? <sighs> like, like I said, I was doing real estate on and off. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I was probably like early 20s. Okay. Or twenties, you know. At that time, like, then the market crashed. Got mm-hmm. out of it. You know what I mean? Like, try to see what the hell was going on because I, I like all these banks don't even know what's going on. So how am I going to know what's going on? So I took a step back, and then you know when the recovery happened, then that's Got when you know, down. yeah, you jump back in, yeah. Right and when you started knocking on doors, what kind of reactions were you getting? You get a hundred no's. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But like, it was crazy because when I one of my first jobs that I had was selling alarms door to door. So for me, there was really no, you know, rejection didn't really, like I already got over that. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Like I was like, dude, I literally sold an alarm to a guy who woke up this morning not thinking about buying mm-hmm. an alarm. You know what I mean? So these people, they have a need. They they like, even though they, they yeah, they're live. They're going to foreclosure. They're, they're, they, they have. They have more of a need than that guy buying exactly. an alarm. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. So to me, it was just like, I'm offering a service. Like I can help you. Yep. And, you know, a lot of people, you know, didn't take that opportunity. But um, my first deal, it was me and um, a friend of mine. We knocked on the door. We left the flyer. The house was abandoned. And then um, we left. Like a week later, guy calls us and he's like, 
yeah, I just got out of jail. I need to sell this house. <laughs> like, where are you guys at? I found this flyer hanging on my door. Wow. And it was like, okay. Both of you guys were rookies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're both rookies. We were just starting out. It was like, what do we do now? Mm-hmm. So it was so funny because we started, like, we got them signed up. And then the only tool we had in our belt at the time, like, was short sale. Mm-hmm. Like, that was the thing you do in, in South Florida. So we're here for six months. Like, like for months. <laughs> Trying to hammer the bank to short sale. They send out a BPO. They send out another one. No, no, rejection, rejection. And then we finally actually reach out to another investor. And um, he looks at it. He's like, dude, you don't need to do a short sale. We're going to sell this right now. And in like two days, he got it. So it had equity. Okay. But you we didn't know. Didn't know. It, our tool was short selling. Everyone's yeah. at short sale. That's what you were That's what do. we're trying. Like, we're going to short sell this. You know what I mean? <laughs> and we didn't have to. And then we wholesaled it. And we made like 30 grand or something. Okay. And then from there, you know, we're hooked. But the, the key from that is you guys weren't worried about failing. Right. At all. You just took action. Yeah. You know, and that's that's something about the show is about taking action because we've all if you if we all tell our stories, there's so many failures in our story, especially Absolutely. learning, about, you know, at the beginning. That's also the reason why we have so much success now because of all those failures, you know. Well, listen, but homeboy made 30 grand on a failure. <laughs> like, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. I'm saying he didn't know he was doing that first, though. But <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like, that's failing all day. Of course. Of course. Day. Of course. All right. So then you took that 30,000 and now you got 30,000 off that first deal. It took six months, obviously. Of course. Of course. So if you really want to break it down, you've made $5,000 <laughs> per month. Yeah. Yeah. In that scenario. But that's the thing with real estate because, you know, once we got that one, it was just having it on the contract. We were tr- still out there every day, every day. trying to get more. Mm-hmm. So we like, like it's like as soon as that one happened, we had like a million no's up to that point. As soon as that one happened, two other ones fell in our lap. That first deal, that yeah. first deal gave you confidence. Like you were, you yeah, were bold like, you know what like, I mean? like two this. other ones <laughs> fell in our lap, and then from there, it was um, it wasn't like a straight trajectory up. No, but you know what I mean. Like you knew it. Like it's it's one thing to see that sit there and hear people talk about it. But then when you actually do it and then you get a check <laughs> and you're like, hey, this is the real deal. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> like, this like really can happens? I actually go cash this? <laughs> and you go and you cash it, boom. Okay, it's man. like, it's you, you're, it's a done deal. Especially too for guys like us who like came up just, you know, grinding and hustling. Like we didn't really have much coming up. Like of when course. you actually see that you can do this and make a 20000 30000 check. Yeah, what else you know? would you do? But I were doing a nine to five. It's like, oh of man. Course. How, now, how much know? were you making per alarm sell commission wise? Do you remember? <sighs> It was like 300 bucks. 300 bucks yeah. per contract that you sold for an yeah, alarm. 250, 300 around there. Doing basically the same amount of work. Exactly. Knocking on doors, hustling, trying to talk to somebody and convince them to do business with you. Of course. And, and I now, did that stuff. I did, uh, I sold Cucko Knives. Yeah. Kirby vacuums, Kirby vacuums, door to door. You get yeah, the van, yeah. a bunch of us get in the van in the morning, drop us off in the neighborhood. Yeah, they the just throw you out there. <laughs> they just they throw just you out there, you, you know? There. So like, that stuff, when you come up doing that stuff, it's like, oh man, but that stuff teaches you how to take, take no's and keep going because you might sell one Kirby vacuum that night. Listen, I remember when I got out of high school, I went into, back in the day, you go into a newspaper and the, in the classified section and it was like marketing reps. Yes. Needed, uh, work for the Miami Heat, Miami yeah. Dolphins. This, I'm like, ooh, sports, marketing rep. I could do this. Also, sounds good. While I'm in college, you. call, go there, show up at nine o'clock in the morning. Like, and so just like you said with your boys mm-hmm. all of a sudden all of you show up at night like yo we're all gonna be working for some agency <laughs> we're all gonna be like these agents or something I don't know they're gonna be here at night we're gonna show up at night be dressed up in a tie and everything yep, yep. they give you a speech they break you up with one person each person got yes, one person yeah Homeboy, oh, jump in the car. Don't worry. Oh, when we show up to our clients' offices, this, that. I'm I thinking, that all too. right, we're going to clients' <laughs> offices. All right. It sounds good. Oh, took me a coral. Jenkins, right? Listen, took me to Coconut <laughs> Grove. We show up and the vet, he's the whole time he's talking about when we show to clients' offices, I'm under the impression that <laughs> this is legit. We're going to go visit like the people clients, that do businesses. And next thing you know, he pops the trunk, gets a big old black duffel bag, and it's got all these dollar store yes, knickknacks in yes, it. I did that. Throw too, his, man. Throws it over his shoulder. <laughs> and the very first place we walk into is Subway <laughs> in Coconut Grove in Coral Gables. And I'm looking at, like, are these the clients that I'm waiting for? And literally, people are ordering the subs, and he's like, What's up? Hey, listen, I got some good stuff here. Anybody need this? Yeah, yeah, hustle, man. Hustle, hey, man. Hustle, man. For real. <laughs> 
Hey, listen, that was like nine o'clock. I think I made it to like ten forty-five. You were like, I'm out. I called my ex girlfriend <laughs> at the time. I was like, listen, come pick me up right now. This ain't for me. That was the extent of my day. And that was experience. Uh, I did that. You would basically get dropped in the towns. And go to office like barbershops and stuff and sell little trinkets, whatever they had. And I did that for like a week. I was like, you know, what is what am I? I'm driving two hours away, walking up and down this whole neighborhood. But like we did all those little hustle, hustle jobs, yeah. you know, prepared us for all those no's we got. And then selling real estate is way easier than selling, you know, a Absolutely. planner to somebody's subway. Well, what, what I do, <laughs> what I do see here though, where I did cut my teeth though was on the phone. So I, during high school, worked at a telemarketing shop. Okay, And then my first job in real estate, when I learned the mortgage game, was on the phone, on, on the, the phone. phone, in the boiler room. So for me, the phone mm. game is no big deal. You were doing door-to-door. You did door-to-door. I did telemarketing at the door-to-door, but all that stuff. I'm sure you'd be good at it, too, at telemarketing. You're probably one of the, the good guys yeah, out I, there. I tried know? to do yeah. the telemarketing, too. I didn't last too long, though. Yeah. <laughs> I did it one summer. Yeah, we all did it one summer. It was like the com, it was some kind of cable spot. But you know, one of those jobs in summer high school, we all worked there. For of course, a summer. of course. One person gets in, they're like, hey, <laughs> we, come all, we all get in. So you know? I think, I think one thing that I would probably in having this conversation is, especially if you got youngins, those first jobs, putting them they're in, important. yeah, putting mm-hmm. them into something that's going to develop the skill set that now each one of us are reaping the benefits. So mm-hmm. if it's telemarketing or if it's even uh, network marketing and mm-hmm. things like that. I encourage people, especially when they're young, to, join to cut their teeth on that, get some sales experience, get some nose. Like you keep saying, collect that. And it's so funny because, you know, when, when you're when you're young, you're like you're more open to those types of things. You know what I mean? Like you as Definitely. you get older, it's like you close yourself off. But all of that stuff can be skills that translate like the knocking on doors literally translated those skills that, you know, I didn't want to be out there. It's in the summer in Miami. Yeah, it's hot, hot as hell, humid as hell, and you're sweating your butt off. <laughs> and uh, you know what I mean? But those skills, literally, as soon as I started doing that, which I wouldn't necessarily recommend doing it. Like, I wouldn't even recommend it to my enemy. Knocking on doors. <laughs> why why do you say that? Because it's tough. Because like, there's still back, people getting yeah, killed. No, no, absolutely. Door absolutely. knocking. We were out door knocking but, last week. The girls, are like, I was out with somebody doing it two weeks ago Miami Gardens. It's a grind. It is a grind. It's like, a, it grind, is a grind, though. It you know what I mean? But... Those skills literally translated and, and you know, I was able to get money. Like, like when I would go, my, like, it didn't, I wasn't afraid at all. Right. But mm-hmm. to try to do that now, like, I'm just thinking, like, there's certain things. Because you got pocket change now. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like, dude. You're like, I ain't, I ain't that no, hungry. <laughs> like, so there's no more door knocking in your repertoire right now. I, He'll do I it. Was, I was talking to somebody. And it was something like you said, like in Miami Gardens in certain areas. Like, because that, that used to be my farming area. Mm-hmm. Like, I would, like, literally drive, like. That's I'm where we for dollars there. And um, like, I'm familiar with it. Like, you know, if I was with somebody who was just starting out or something, like to teach them, like I'll say, hey, this is, you know, you can get deals doing this. Right. Mm-hmm. I think everything works. It does. You know what I mean? It I think does. everything works. That's one of the things, like one of my foundational things that I always tell people in this business, when you hear people talk about bandit signs or mm-hmm. um, um, knocking on doors, driving for dollars, all of it actually works. But some things work better in certain areas, in certain, areas yes. in certain markets. You hear people that, you know, they can do 10 deals off of doing one marketing strategy. And you try it down here, mm-hmm. you won't be doing anything but banging your head. I've told Kevin a lot. I do a lot of direct mail in small cities up north. Mm-hmm. You know, but down here we do less direct mail because it's a bigger city. Of course. You know, it's kind of hard to get more. The return of a, on investment. Yeah. yeah you know, but like there. cold calling my work. It's all about your market. And then. You know, you got to test everything. Of course. Right? So you got to do RVMs, cold call, door knocking, abandoned signs, direct mail, test to see what you get back from your, of you. Know, course, from your of thing. course, of course. And all does work. But yeah, it's market specific. I think it's market and it's list specific. Like if you're doing like an empty nester list, which is like an older, of course, uh, older yeah. seller, you might be able to hit them more with a cold call and RVMs because they still check their voicemail. Yeah. And for you know? the newbies <laughs> out there, RVMs are ringless voicemails. There's a software where you can record a voicemail instead of calling a hundred people and leaving them a mm-hmm. voicemail, you can blast all of them at so that's one a key, time. That's a key point. That's a money point too. You know that uh, you know, marketing is all specific to where you're doing that and of testing course. and tested and tracking. So after that first thirty thousand, what was your next move? You had a couple more deals that came from door knocking as well, or yeah, yeah. So at that time, you know, we ended up linking up actually with somebody who ended up becoming my mentor. Okay. And um, he, what he was doing, he was, he, it was a strategy which is, um, 
he would basically take over the mortgage, catch it up, rehab subject it. To the subject else? two. We'll okay. do subject mm-hmm. twos and um, rehab them, and then you know sell them. All right, so, so subject twos is you actually get people in distress, way behind on the mortgage, or have some type of life situation, and they're actually willing to sign over the house as long as you take over their mortgage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you get into these deals a lot. Or even like low equity. They can be current but have low equity. It might not make sense for you right, to Right, they can't sell it. it. Yeah, the, the, the main thing, yeah, it has to have like some type of equity as far as yeah. um for it to make sense because right. you're not doing a short sell yeah, or short anything. Sell, exactly. So you get in with a lot less investment yeah. than you would a normal deal. Yeah, exactly. Cool. So then you guys were taking it over, renovating it, and then... And then selling them. And then so at that time, you know, I didn't know anything as far as with the rehabbing. So, you know, that was a real key being able to see, you know, as far as like from beginning to end. Project that, managing. Yeah, project managing and that type of stuff. Like, you know, I guess when, when you've never done anything, everything just seems overwhelming. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's pretty cut and dry once you've seen it once or twice. So, you know, that. And you were attracted to the renovation side of things? Did you find yourself kind of interested in that side of it? Uh, I don't know if I was interested in that side of it. It's more of like, you know, this was just another tool that you could use in real estate, you know, and just learning more. You know, I've always been kind of like a sponge, especially at that when I was that young, just trying to absorb as much as possible, to just learn, you know, the different strategies that were in real estate. Right. Mm-hmm. So that was just, you know, another opportunity. And then he was, he was awesome um, as far as like just helping, you know, I guess how I always look at myself like as a student of the game. But, you know, seeing how he was like, we would be in certain situations where we're like, I remember one time we went to an elderly woman's home and she, she like she, her daughter was supposed to be there and um, her daughter didn't show up. And, you know, we could have signed the contract right there. And then he was like, oh, you know, it's OK, you know, whatever. And we went back out to the truck and then he was um, he was like, hey, we got to make sure we do right by this lady. You know, we want to do this the right way. Da, 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 da. And it was like, OK, cool. Like, you know, when you see stuff like that, it like especially being young, like, you know what I mean? Like you could like you see the integrity. Right. Mm-hmm. He like, wasn't trying to take advantage of the situation. Exactly. exactly. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we were able to get her daughter out there. We got an attorney out there because the lady was literally like housebound, you know, so we had to do everything there. Mm-hmm. So, you know, in that type of situation that she was elderly, you could you like looking back at it now, you could easily see like how somebody could have took advantage of that situation. And, you know, it was more of like, let's not do that. Let's do this, you know, the right way. Make sure it gets done. Yeah. And being young, I mean, that was good for you to see because you could have saw the other side of it. Like I still take that to this you know, day. You know what you I mean? Saw the right, you saw the side to do it the right way, and it, and it stuck with you. Exactly. The way you do business now, you know yourself. Yeah, exactly that same way. Yeah. And then also just you know when I um, work with other people, you know to make sure like you know what I mean, like they understand like because like it's so funny like when people are just starting out in this business, like they're so green sometimes yeah. that they don't realize what they don't know. So it's like I always remember that because I was so green at one time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I try to, you know, point certain things out to them so they could pick it up. Like, you know, you don't just overlook even the smallest things. You don't. And it, and the, and the being in this business, as long as you have been or we have been, you got to walk it with integrity. You know? Of course. Like you got to walk course. it as, like, we're problem solvers. You know, more than real estate, whatever, we're solving problems daily. You know, like, I'm listening to people's, you know, family issues health issues, financial, like we're psychiatrists a lot of yeah, time. I, mean, yeah. I sit there on the phone for two hours with some clients sometimes, you know, trying to figure out why, you know, a mother died, these two are fighting, like, you got, there's a lot of, a lot of stuff that goes on I, I tell besides people, just, you know, the real estate transaction. I know? tell people that all the time, like, honestly, when you get in this business, you think you're getting into the real estate business, <laughs> but in reality, this is what you're getting business. into is a, is a marketing business <laughs> yep. and a, and a, and like you said, um, you the know, people. as far as like people, and problem solving. Problem solving yeah. You're going to be solving a ton of problems on a daily basis. If that, if you're not able to, as far as to make decisions or good with that type of stuff, this might not be for you because yeah, you're you going to be, be making. If you can't be creative, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, because most people think you need a ton of money, and what you really need is that ability to solve the problem or be able to connect them with someone that can solve their problem. And if you can do that, half the time you don't even need money. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Right? Exactly. So a big thing you've mentioned, and I know it's something that now you're doing and it's how you pick up a lot of your deals, is mentorship. So mentorship is probably how you really took your investing into being able to do it full time. Yeah. And then you 
decided to pay it forward. And now you do a lot of mentoring yourself, right? Uh, well, I don't call it necessarily a mentorship. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I just like I always tell people, you know, like when you go to, let's say, uh, um, a real meeting or um, a networking event, you know, I always tell people like, hey, if you ever get a deal, because it's, it's, it's hard to get deals. Mm-hmm. So it's like if you ever have a deal or you ever have any questions or anything like that, don't hesitate to, you know, contact me. And then, you know, sometimes people, they, you hear that all the time. So then sometimes, you know, I don't know if it's like you humble yourself or whatnot, but you reach out to that person. You know what I mean? Like you call that person instead of, because sometimes they can look at you like intimidating. Mm -hmm. You know, you won't see yourself that way, but they can look at you as intimidating. So you can reach out to them say, hey, what's going on? I heard you talking about this deal. Like you need any help with it. And then, you know, because look at my situation. I was sitting there for months with a deal, you know what I mean? And it could have fell apart if the guy wasn't willing to work with us or any, that, like somebody else could have came and took that. Right. You There's somebody so, else right now struggling on a deal. Struggling. They could have it right now yeah. on the contract. They're afraid to know, ask somebody. Afraid you know? to ask somebody. Don't know what to do with it. And, you know, I always tell people like, hey, if you want, you know, I'll, I'll help you. We could, we could split it. So that first deal again, that guy reached out to you or you guys, you guys found somebody you knew and said, hey, I got this deal. It's been six months. I don't know what to do with it. Oh, well, he he was, it was, um he used to have like a lunch meeting. Okay. He used to have a lunch meeting with like attorneys and stuff there. And um, we would go to it on and off. And, um, you know, it was kind of like, it, it, it was kind of like, we want to figure it out ourselves. But then it's like, this isn't working. This we're isn't stuck. working. Like, we're, we're, we're about to throw it away. You know what I mean? We're banging our heads. Mm-hmm. So let's, you know, let's, let's see, you know, what other people, let's, bring some fresh eyes to it and see what other people say. And, you know, he was able, like, we probably went to two or three other people, mm-hmm. but they really weren't, you know what I mean? It wasn't a fit or whatnot. And we brought it to him and he was like, dude, just do this, do this, do this, and we'll get it done. The key thing, you mentioned mentors, lunch meeting, you know, Bria, REI meetings, networking. You know, networking. Networking, that, networking that, seems to be high. Some that you, you, I know some that we've used, you know, too, but especially for someone new, how important is networking for them? It's huge. The it's huge. You go to those meetings, you can literally find like your your whole team as far as title companies, mm-hmm. um, mortgage companies. Like you'll meet everything that you need along the way. Um, inspections, inspectors, like those types of things. Like they're all there. So those are all the all of the pieces that you need in this business that you know you can get acquainted. My thing was always, you know, just go to meet one person that you can click with. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. just don't make it a big thing like as far as oh, i gotta meet all these people because people get overwhelmed just you know chunk it down and just try to meet one person you know so <laughs> there you go has money in the bank so many people are scared to go to these meetings because they don't know anybody yeah they don't know what to say they're rookies what conversations do i have with someone of course mm-hmm. you just gave them a formula to follow go there to just meet one person absolutely and i would say be honest with them hey i'm just starting I'm not sure how to break into the game. What would be your advice? What would be your suggestion? And th- and you'd be surprised. Most people are extremely helpful. Of course. Because we were all there. We were all there. Of course. Definitely. So there's nobody's going to say, listen, don't, don't, don't talk to me. <laughs> well, you might get that. But if you do, don't worry about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Keep like, the person. chances of that happening are really low. But, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, don't let that discourage you. Like, it, it comes with the territory at the end of the day. I tell a lot of new investors to investors or realtors, whatever, you know, um, find find buyers and find what buyers are looking for and then go find that. Of know? course. Because like a lot of people are looking for that deal, that deal, the deal. You know, I came in the game as a buyer's agent, right? Okay. So I was meeting with investors, you know, before I even sold my first home, I had like two or three investors I knew what they were looking for. And I went and found that property that I feel they're looking for, you know, find buyers, find an investor who's looking for some deals in certain in certain area, you know, and find that deal and bring it to them. Yeah, that's um, good. Because investors don't care who brings them a deal. At like, all. They, they don't work with one person. At like, all. Whoever brings them a deal, that's who we're going to work with, you know? So I'm putting, I'm putting, I'm putting a deal <laughs> together now. And um, it was a, a buyer bought a property from us years ago. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we called them like, hey, you bought a property from us. We got this property, da 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 They're like, oh, um, tell me about the property. And, then, you know, we told them about it. And they're like, okay, yeah, we'll, we'll offer this much. And like, what property did we... Oh, it doesn't even matter. <laughs> like, they don't even care how we got their number or anything. Like, this and is your you, deal? You called them because it was similar to the property. Yeah, it was in the same yeah. area, same yeah. vicinity, same type of property. So it made sense. And it's, you know... How'd you find the deal? That deal, marketing. Marketing, no, direct mail. 
Direct you mail. sent direct mail and follow up. That one was following up for months, months. Because you had event, you had spoken to them. They contacted us. Okay. Initially, their price didn't work. We made our offer. It, you know, the prices we weren't on the same page. Mm. You know, but just keeping in touch, sending text messages. You know, um, every just couple months. You know, hey, what's going Did on? Did you hit it with more direct mail too? Were you doing a campaign where they got? No, no, no. Um, I already had their number. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like I already had direct contact. And they were, you know, some people you kind of you get a feel for them. But, you know, they never pushed away. I always, you know, when I talk to people on the phone, it's like, hey, if you don't mind me calling, following up every couple months. Yeah, if, you, if you ask them in that ask way, me. they usually people don't have a problem with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you just touch base with them. So we were able to, you know, follow the follow up on that one was key. Was About key. how many times, let's say. If you had to count, did you touch that person, and for how long before you actually locked that deal up? Um, ballpark six, seven times. Yeah, that's yep. usually the number, that's, right? Yeah. But I've had like one of my better deals. Like I was following up with this guy for years, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> years. You know what I mean? Two, like maybe two, three years. But and then I almost lost that deal at the end. But the relationship that I built with him over that time, we were able to get it and, you know, make it happen. What kind of a deal are we talking about? The best deal out there. What are we talking about? Throw a number out there. Maybe like 80 Gs. Nice. Yeah. That was a really good deal. That follow-up is key, man. Like that So was, many people, they talk to them once, not ready to sell, just throw the number away, you know, don't call them again, you know? Like, we all have deals where it's been six months to a year to two years. We're just like, hey, how you doing? Looking to sell the house yet? Nah, not really. Call me back in three months. You know? Yeah, yeah. But you just keep following up and following up, following up. And so um, many people give up. So that's just like, yeah. basically the person is a marathon. The person that can make it to the end gets the deal. So who's mm-hmm. going to out hustle and out work and who's going to outlast? But yeah. man, you, there's so many ways you can set up reminders nowadays, um, you know, on your phone. What are phone. you using usually? Well, I, I don't, have a specific any, yeah, tool. I don't, like I use Podio, um, as far as like you know, um, CRM. yeah, CRM, but um, something like that, like like somebody like him, mm-hmm. I don't need a, a, a yeah, you know, a, I, like I don't even need, <laughs> yeah, I like that. I already know, like I, there's people that if I've talked, you put to them, them in your phone calendar, anything, it's it's there. No, that's that one guy you know. Like, hey, there's like three or four people months. on a rotation <laughs> yep. that I know, and then anytime I have some downtime, oh, I haven't talked to this guy in a while. Let me give him, <laughs> let me just touch base. Like always, like I've always been like that. Yeah, I'm the same way. That's, I use a CRM, but there's a certain, there's like three or four people. There's always, always three or four in contact you, with. You, you spoke to them. You always just, you know, you, you hit it head. off with them. You have good rapport, and you're like, dude, I'm gonna keep in contact with this person mm-hmm. personally. I'm gonna keep in contact with this person. Right now, you're doing a lot of direct mail. Is that most of the uh, marketing efforts? As far as marketing, current? yeah, I'm ramping, I'm ramping up. Um, as far as marketing, so I've always done direct mail. Um, you know, with probates and things of that nature so it's um the game always changes so a lot of people are doing you know cold calling like i haven't done that yet Mm -hmm. you know what i mean i haven't mastered it yet it's something i want to get into but i haven't mastered it yet so it's like i know i'm going to get my butt kicked the first few months doing it so i don't know if i want to get that ego (laughs) beat down yet you know what i mean because with direct mail they're calling you responding to your mail exactly it's a different conversation exactly and but they, it's, they but still it, call you, man, cursing you out. <laughs> no, no, I've, I've had that too. They I've had that too. Take me, off, take me off your list. Why are you sending me this? And, you know, it's yeah. like, yeah. you call Papa John's when they send you mail? <laughs> like, That's what I said. You took the time out of your day just to call to yell at me? Just yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know, that's when, hey, you, you really went to the house, don't you? Because you call And me, people, you know, you? they try to make you feel a certain way. It's like, ma'am or sir, <laughs> I'm offering a service. Exactly. If you don't want the service, you know what I mean? Like, I could take you off the list or anything, mm-hmm. you know, that it's way. It's no big serious. deal. It's no big not deal. That's serious. You got a thousand pieces of direct mail, but I'm the only one you call back. The but other. you know what? That's a good, that's a good mindset point. I'm glad you said that. Like, a lot of people are scared of that encounter, but the reality is, is do you, do you call Papa John's pissed off? Like, yeah, exactly. You, you should look at yourself just like any other corporation exactly. and company a business. that you're that's out there marketing and some people may take it the wrong, but listen, Listen, someone who takes time out of your day, like you just said, time out of their day to call you, to tell you some type of thing, they got issues. <laughs> you should not base your business off of someone yeah. that would that do something. Yeah, like at that. all. At all. Yeah, yeah, we, should yeah. do a, we should do a show. We just play back 
my call rail. Because I'm telling you, Monday morning, I'm saying like 8 o'clock, like, yes, it's about to come. It's <laughs> coming. You know it's going to wait. What's wrong with you? I'm never selling this to you. You're like, all right, cool. Next. Cool. Yep, yep. Cool. Yo. But no, I think I got a theory too because I do a lot of direct mail. A lot okay. of it. And I know direct mail is you don't hear about it as much anymore. You know, Well, you do hear about it, but a lot of people tell you, you know, cold call. Of course, it's of course. It's very expensive direct mail, which if you target your direct mail, it's not as expensive as you think, you know. But I kind of think direct mail, the, the ones who are still doing it, and you should do it mixed in with other stuff. Of course. But with so many people cold calling RVM, I think we're kind of standing out right now with the direct mail. Um, yeah. And I've actually seen my, my my returns, like my numbers are going up. Going up. Really going high up. as far as my returns. For, for a few years, they were, they were going down. Yeah, it was down. tough. It was, you it know, was, it was tough and you're getting the little returns. But right now, I mean, I'm doing... I'm getting some really good returns by direct mail. When I first I started back, doing when right I first now. started back doing the direct mail, the um, it was just so funny because when I would send out and I would get phone calls back, like literally, I would go on these appointments and the people would only be like, "Oh yeah, only one other person is going to be coming out to see yeah. it." And it's like you know, it's easy. Well, I wouldn't say it's easy, but it's it's easier to um to make an offer that way. You know what I mean? Instead of like the last couple of years. You go out there, they got a, like, I've seen literally like people, 50 postcards. They have a folder. <laughs> yeah. oh, so, who are you again? I have like uh, 30 people coming yeah, out. They call you, hey, and you like, like number 10 yo, on this. like, this is, this is not going to work. Exactly. <laughs> this is not going to work. Yo, what markets are you in? Um, just Dayton Broward. Dayton Broward. Miami, Dayton Broward yeah. County. Yeah. Cool. So, anybody got a deal in Miami, Dayton Broward County? You Absolutely. Absolutely. I'll take a look at it. A real deal, though. A real deal. Well, what's a real deal? Let's let, what it, like, break that down for people that don't understand what that means. Now, I guess what I'm saying is like, usually you have people who have a deal, but they don't even know who has a contract on it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. who has the contract on it? You mean daisy chain. Exactly. Yeah. Like, you know, don't get me wrong. If If you're out here, you're just starting out. Any means necessary. I can respect it. I'm not going to knock your hustle. Mm-hmm. But, like, for me, I have to protect my my mm-hmm. interest also. Exactly, definitely. And if you don't have a contract on it, and you don't know if, like, how can I if negotiate? You're not, if you're not direct to the connect. Yeah, like, how can we negotiate, really? You, yeah, know you don't I mean? have to be the connect, but you got to at least be able to go yeah, At to least, at least, you know? <laughs> like, make one phone call, not have to, like, okay, I got to go find out who it is. You know what I mean? Like, if you got to make three, four phone calls, yeah. it makes it real difficult to really get, you know, things and done. And it's, it's crazy now. I'm getting, I swear, I swear, I get emails from other wholesalers of my deal. Yeah, yeah. That that, I that, send out happened. an email. It'll be sent back to me, the number being, you know, if they like four. I'm like, do you realize that I emailed that to you yesterday? And they haven't contacted <laughs> they have no you clue. or nothing. They haven't talked to me, nothing. Right, because right. here's, here's my thing. I'm all about joint ventures. Yeah, all day course. long. But listen, AJ, is it cool if I send this to my people? This is what I'm going to say and this is what I'm going to do. And if they respond, can we work something out? Now, it's cool. all good. And like you said, I'm one phone call away. Yes. To the and person, if you get a buyer... You get a, you know what's going on. You can call me up. If you're just doing that, to, you know, to a buyer's list you got off a list source or whatever, please don't do that because you're going to look bad. And before you get started, it does look bad. Like, and, you know, for like, reach for, out to us, we will share. I mean, listen, I'll tell you right now, that's my price. Whatever you want above, hey, get it. <laughs> that's my price right there, you know? Right. Absolutely. If you can get 10000 more, get 10000 more, you know? But, um, you know, talk to the wholesalers first. Just don't, just don't send it out and send it back to the exact wholesaler who sent it out. And, you know, even though most of the time, you, you look at those lists, you know, you're like, who's buying these properties? You know what I mean? Like, because they sell them. And pe- I know people who make a killing doing that. Yeah. That's, you know, that's, there's, there's so many ways of making money in real estate that, you know, you're sitting there, you're like, like, I can't make these numbers work. But, you know, I still look at them because literally yearly, there's going to be one property you look at and boom, you're like, dude, I know this area. These numbers make sense. This is my deal. Oh, yeah. This is my deal. Definitely. But you got to hop on it quick. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So I sit there because you never know which, which when that property is going to come it's across. It's like the lottery. It's like the lottery because you're going to be sifting through a lot of crap. But, you know, it's... Yeah, it's, I'm on all the buyers list. Send me, send me all your deals. I look at them all. And they mess up sometimes. See, I, got a, I got an email last week where a wholesaler sent, a, sent an email out and didn't co- uh, blind copy his buyers and list. And you get his whole list. Uh, 200 names. <laughs> Ooh, slipping. I will slipping. take that. <laughs> yeah, That's one thing you got to be careful, man. When yeah. you're out there marketing, do not give up your contacts. That's the goal. That's the goal. Because like, there's guys who've been doing it for years and they don't even need to find properties. 
People bring properties to them. They blast it on their list, and they're making six figures. Oh yeah, this guy's doing that right now, big time, like nationwide. Like too. I know guys personally. Like we, yeah. we met at the mastermind. There were like two or three guys that were. That's all they do. Yeah, yeah. And Keegley, that's Keegley, basically yeah, what they Jamel do. Them, Keegley's yeah. like do. nationwide doing that. They yeah, don't. Need, so. They don't do no acquisitions. I don't know, maybe they do, but most they, of they them, don't need to. Right? They don't need to. You know that. They have a you know list. they got buyers. They got the buyers. So if you got a deal, you mm-hmm. just call them. Done and they're willing. So they're willing to, you know, buyers. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. like I was a buyer's agent. My whole, I didn't do a listing for probably, you know, five years in real estate. You know, it's it was hard at first. You got to hustle to find buyers, but if you have the list of buyers and good buyers and close, you know, you control the deals. For, you don't even you got one or two strong buyers. If you yeah. got two, yeah, if you got two real guys buyers, on close, yeah, strong, you know, and they know when I say I write get- off for my buyers and close, that's a lot of power right there. Because if my buyer closes, you know, consistently. And your buyer is always backing out or of course, extending. Of course, they're going to take my offer over yours all the time. So find some solid, solid buyers, and then that can that can take care of you. You know, yeah. Yo, smart money segment. You ready? We're going to ask you about five <laughs> or six questions. <laughs> you want to okay, ready? All right, here we go. Oh, if Lord. you can go back in the day and start from day one, but broke, what would be the one thing you would do? Broke. Starting from scratch. That's tough, man. I would say invest in good education and get a mentor. You'll find someone who's out there doing deals and just say, Yeah. Let me let me get in. Let me get in. I'll what do, do you need me to do? Mm-hmm. What do you need me to how do? How can I help you? How can I help you? Yep. Starbucks runs. Of, of value. <laughs> yeah. How can how can it be a value? Because that right there. Is is that'll cut your learning curve so much? A lot of people don't want to humble themselves, and I probably didn't want to do that when I was young either. At the time, I wanted to just do everything. You know, as far as getting the education stuff, I, I didn't have a problem with that because I could devour information really quickly. Mm-hmm. Especially nowadays, everything's like you know, information is YouTube University is, is out there. You drive, you, you exactly. Soak it in, yep. But um, th- definitely that you know, so find you somebody who's out here apprentice style. Yeah, yeah, that would be step one. Yeah, that's what's up. Biggest mistake you could change if you can go back. One mistake that you remember, like, I wish I would have not done that. Man. Um, I don't know. <laughs> maybe, like, a deal I wouldn't do. You know what I mean? Like, maybe it's a house that I bought that I knew, like, mm, this number is... is is not a number that I'm You had a good feeling that it was yeah, not a good like deal. Yeah, like, I put myself in that type of situation... Um, but that's only happened like maybe once or twice as far as like, you know, rehabbing wise. That's only happened once or twice. What's the worst loss you ever took on a deal? Uh, I did have to one time, one time that's, uh, I had to bring a check to closing. Mm-hmm. That was not fun. <laughs> that was not fun. But how bad was it? Because it I was, think it that's was, what scares everybody to death that they're going to make the wrong choice and lose money. How bad really was it? It was a couple grand. Right. It wasn't. It wasn't. It didn't. It didn't bankrupt you. It didn't. Well, at the time, it felt like it bankrupted. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just because. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I wouldn't. You know what I mean? Like it, it wasn't. It wasn't that bad. You just you t- like I learned from that. You know, and then you know go from there. And and what you took from that has now made you money. Yeah, like I, that doesn't happen almost any anymore because when when it's rehabbing. There's I break it down into three three sections. It's the purchase side, the rehab, the actual rehabbing, mm-hmm. and then the selling side. Usually the selling side you can outsource. So, you know, you get a realtor, you list it, you know, you you have somebody who's there mm-hmm. who helps you take the emotions out of it. The the rehabbing, as long as you get the contractors and stuff like that, you you know, you don't have to really worry about that. The buying side is where you gotta, you know, that's where you really gotta focus on. Now, that deal, when I look at each deal, I'm always looking at, okay, this was an A+, plus, this was a B, this was a C. That deal, the purchasing, it could have been a little bit better. You know what I mean? It could have been a little bit better. That, I would have gave a C. The rehab, like, for what we did, A. You know what I mean? The selling side, that's where we lost. Because, <laughs> yeah, that's that's, I had a realtor. And um, we listed it, and we got an offer. I think we got an offer like for like two fifty. I listed at two fifty. We were really expecting to get that number. 
this is now mind you, this is like when the market's like taking a nosedive and we just didn't even know it was taking a nosedive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um we we got an offer for like two thirty. Which you should have taken. Which should've I should have took. Yeah. And that was the lesson yeah. right there. Which I should and that, that doesn't happen to me anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, and I didn't take it. We're like, no, we know we can get our number, da da da. I mean, at the two thirty, you would have been, you would have made profit. No, we would have made money. Okay. I ended up I selling it. I ended up selling, giving concessions and everything, like at like one ninety five. Yeah, one ninety five. Yeah. Damn. After months, so you could have had two thirty. Right. Had- so you were holding it. More expenses, light, water. Exactly. Market's starting to tank. It's going down you, rapidly. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. But you know what? I I like that you just broke that process down into three different segments. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's how you look at it every single time. Yeah. yeah. Buying department. Acquisition. Project management and renovation department. And then the selling side. And then you said something very interesting. You let someone else handle the sale so that you're not emotionally tied to it. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I don't do that so much now because at that time, you know, um, it, there's still people who have their eyes on it. But at that time, you know, I was younger. You know what I mean? So I, I, I didn't have as much experience. Now I have more experience. So, you know what I mean? Like I can price a property. Most of my properties are selling one weekend. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We price them so good and they're fully re- renovated. So my house is going to be the best house on the market. You know, a lot of houses, if they're priced right, they're not going to stay on the market. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they're priced right. Like we had a property, we put out a homecoming soon sign out and it was sold the day of we listed it. So, you know, the properties, they move. As long as I, it's most properties at the end of the day, they're going to sell. It's all about the price. It's about the price. It's all about the price. Yeah. You know? Top investment goal right now today. When you're thinking about your personal investment, what's on your mind? I want to. I want to own some multifamily. That's where you're trying to focus I wanna, now. Yeah, I want to get. Well, it's not my focus now, but that's like my top goal. Mm-hmm. Like to get to that point. You know what I mean? Yeah. So and specific number of units you have in mind? Uh, a ton. No, I, yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I haven't. I haven't broken it down. So you know, I want to get my feet wet, and I haven't got my feet wet. I had. I was in a partnership with a duplex. And that was just the sweetest money. Like, you know, when your phone bill comes, you're like, didn't I just pay this? <laughs> like, that's how it is in reverse, but you're getting a check every month. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're Lots like, I amazing. got a duplex and we just got 2500 and it's coming again in 30 days. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that, like, that was a real eye-opening experience. And it's something, you know, you see people that have 10, 20, 100, 500, 1,000 doors. And you're like, dude, imagine, you know? Yeah. Uh, I know you mentioned you have Podio, but if one tool that you use in your business right now that you can't live without, what would it be? One tool. Um, as far as in this business, I, I don't know if, like, maybe it seems so, like, I'm not a realtor or anything, but I use the MLS a lot. You know That's I mean? your tool. Yeah, as far as, like, being, or you can use Redfin. I use Redfin every day. Redfin is Yeah, I'm giving, like, free, free promo. But, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, Yo, and this one I know I know you and you and wifey travel a lot, but what's what's your number one disconnect to get away from the hustle that whole after those four renovations? Uh yeah, travel. Like, you travel. know what I mean? Like that's 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 ma- that's mainly my thing. You know what I mean? Like as far as if um like I'm like I wanted to sit down and like kind of like map out what I'm gonna do. Like as far as the summer wise, I'm kinda late on that. But um because you know, you're getting out of here every couple of months, huh? Yeah, like last year was like every month or so. Every, like I, it was two thousand, like which is not actually good for the business because <laughs> I, I get people like you know in this business when you're like when you're successful, you're around successful people. Everybody's so driven, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. So it's like everybody's always pushing me because it's like, dude, yeah, I hear you, but I'm young and I want to enjoy myself. You know what I mean? Like I'm not gonna blow money. Like I don't blow. Like when I was younger, I would blow money. Now I don't. It's not necessarily blow money. It's just the you know what I mean. Like you're yeah. experiencing the world exactly. You know, well, that's, so that's the great thing about real estate, though. I mean, it gives you that flexibility to do it to do what you want to do. Exactly. And if you want to do that many deals a year and travel every month, you can do it. You know. Yeah. Awesome. What was yeah. the best spot last year that you went? I mean, you traveled every month, bro. What was the best <laughs> spot? Um, Wait, last month you traveled every month. Man, um, Aruba was dope. Aruba, Aruba and and and. Uh, Aruba and Cali Aruba and Cali was dope 
Yeah. Yeah. The Cali just because, or Los Angeles just because it was always something that I wanted to do. Like, you know, being from Miami, it's like very few places that like you could exactly. sit there yeah. and say, you know what I mean? Like, you know, it's funny because every, people come to Miami and they're like, they didn't, it's not what they thought it was. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like, I wanted to go to Cali and see what it was. You know what I mean? I wanted to see it for myself and see. What's it called life. Exactly. See, and you know, like Miami's flat. So you, when you see those hills yeah, and you're yeah, saying yeah. like, it's, it's, <laughs> It's something completely. I was different. in LA last month. That was it was awesome. I love LA. Yeah, I love LA. Like so, I'm not even from Miami, but I was living in Michigan when we first got married. We would we would visit Miami like four times a year because wow. Miami was my spot to come to. Of I course, lived here of for a little bit. When I go on vacation, I vacation in Miami. You know? Of course, like, I love Miami. So now it's like my new spot in the US. I think I'm gonna go to is gonna be LA. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> when exactly, I leave Miami, exactly. I'm gonna go to LA. Yeah, you know? yeah, that's how I, I like feel. That that's how I feel. Yo, you on social media yet? Yeah. I'm not on my social man, media. My man's not on social media. <laughs> I'm not on social media. Wow. That's how he's happily married. <laughs> I'm not on social. I'm not married. I'm not married. But I'm not on social media. I've never. I've never been in the social media. If someone wants to contact you, if someone wants to pick Message your brain, us. yeah, like yeah. other than go to shutupandinvest.com and get the show notes. And if you get in touch with me, I can get in touch exactly. with exactly. Contact me. <laughs> hit me up. I guess email. I buy Miami at gmail.com. I buy Miami at gmail.com. Miami at gmail.com. Nice. Any good deals, send them those. I, I Yeah, I'll take know. a look at everything. Anything. You know, any questions, anything like that. Anything. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There we go. I think we're good. J-Money, you got anything yeah, I think else? Yeah, we good, man. I, I appreciate this uh this this podcast, man. It was good to just kind of sit back and talk. Of course, you of know, course. About Chop it the up. stuff that we do. And that's what we did this one, just to talk real estate, you know, because we just love talking about it. We love doing it, so... This is yeah. what we do regardless. regardless so. yeah. This is now what we do when, we, when we're together. So we might as well do it and spread the knowledge with other people. Absolutely. Know? So if you like it. If you like it, if you had a good time, man, subscribe, comment, like, share it, shutupandinvest.com. Uh, again, share our podcast, get the word out there. We're going to keep bringing you guys good content, bring you guys good guests like this, and uh, shut up and invest. Go out there and do it. Here we go. All right, guys. Thank you for being with us, and we will see you on the next show. Hey, thank you once again for listening to Shut Up and Invest. If you guys are motivated at the thought of continuing your real estate journey with us, then visit shutupandinvest.com. There you can join our community and take advantage of more free resources. And don't forget, please like, comment, and subscribe to this podcast so you're first to hear our new content every week. Most importantly, get active and don't forget to shut up and invest.